Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, Tim Taylor. Ew. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. So it is officially playoff time. It has been for the Celtics already, which we will definitely get into how their first, first round went. It's okay. Which is strange that the first round is completely done before the Bruins even start their f- first round of the playoffs. Celtics will have started the second round of the playoffs before the Bruins even start the first round. Yep. But it's weird. I just they used to be like a week apart. Now it's like a two and a half. I think three. it has something to do with the shortened or extended schedules, whatever it is, because of yeah. the the COVID start dates and all of that. So Right. But yeah. we have plenty of playoff stuff to watch, thankfully, because the other team that we don't cover right now, the Red Sox are terrible. So yes, they are. this gives us something to look forward to and be happy about. I know it's early they in the season, but the guys we want to keep. <laughs> yeah. Sick. <clears throat> Very sick. Well, since since the Celtics have already played some playoff games and we know who they're going to be playing in the second round, I think we start with that because we have so many positive things to talk about for the Celtics, and then we can preview a little bit about what's coming up with the Bruins, who they have in the first round, how we think they're going to do, and a couple other things, too, for the Bruins. Yeah, we should wrap up the last week uh, that you were in attendance for the Bruins. Yes. Um, So we said we'd have Jack on, and to be honest, I haven't talked to Jack since the... And I hope you're sitting down if you haven't heard this yet. Since the Boston Celtics swept the Brooklyn Nets. You heard uh, that right. So Jack's not going to come on. I think Jack will come on at some point. It, his outlook on the Nets is very interesting <laughs> to me. And it's just a just a weird time. I don't I don't want to talk any Kyrie stuff or any of any of that. I honestly the think it would I'd be do... it would be like rude to have him on at this point. It would just be us gloating, even if it's unintentional. Yeah. Exactly. You and, know, and yeah. And I mean, you know, this team has put him through hell. It's like, like every, it is a, uh, a bit of a masochistic fan, fanhood over there. It's, it's kind of dark, but again, uh, I hope you were sitting down. I hope you didn't crash your car. If you're just learning that for the first time, because the Boston Celtics swept the Brooklyn Nets. I find it very, oh. I find the image of that very funny. That somebody who loves the Celtics enough to crash their car because they swept the Nets didn't know about that already. <laughs> didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're just yeah, finding yeah. out. They're like, how did I miss this first round? I thought it was next week. You know, I, I'm sure it was just like one or four people. But, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted, I, wanted, I wanted them to be safe. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe the sweep was pulled off. We talked after game two, or was game two about to happen the next day? Um, it was. We, I think we predicted game two, and I was pretty close with that score prediction, if I recall. Actually, I'm sure it was like 109 to 103, and I said 106 to 102 or something. Yeah. Um, it. We the defense we play was incredible. I think it finally showed up in game three. Uh. Game games three and four, the watching was not nearly as stressful as games one and two. One was awful. Yes, we won. It was great. Again, talked about it on the podcast. But it came down to the literal last second. Yeah. Oh, my God. Years off my life in that game. Uh, Game two, you know, didn't even feel good when we were up 10 with 17 seconds left. 
game three started to feel like Celtics basketball again. Um, you know, Robert Williams getting some getting 20 minutes in there. Uh, like we like I predicted, it would be 20, 20 minutes off the bench. Um, game four, just like never a doubt. Like, I don't, I don't know. It just it didn't. It, it felt and, like and that was a were, close game, but it never felt it. It felt like, like they the would Nets cut it to up. one. And then we would seven and or nine oh run every time. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm just the, the few things I want to touch on is you know I think everyone who knows basketball is now on board with the fact that Jason Tatum is a top ten player. He's a superstar. He's one of the ten or so or or less superstars in the NBA. I think that's an absolute fact now. Well, people can try to deny it, but if every, like, there's so many players in this league who every week are calling him out for being a stud or a superstar in the making. He's that dude. He's that guy. He's the real deal. If they know that, everybody else should already know that by now. I mean, to be honest, to me, their opinion is all that matters with that. Of course. I'm sure that's what matters to him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I, I would hope, truly. But the one thing I do want to address, I par- I partially want the Celtics to take take credit for this with their defense. You know, Kevin Durant had an awful series. And I do want to partially take credit for that. I do also think he was off because we've seen him make shots with the same defensive schemes against him with very difficult de- defenses against him. But this idea like the ESPN lower third that Jason Tatum has passed him Let's all chill slow. Yeah, chill out. Down. Yeah, it's just it's just a little ridiculous to me. Kevin Durant. Who said that the other day? Paul oh, Pierce? Man. Oh, I'm sure Paul I said it. I think he but said like, we're watching first... him take over Kevin Durant right now. No, he's not. No, he's not. Maybe no. <laughs> maybe that is the early part of the process, but that's gonna be a three to four year thing. Right. Kevin Durant is I think the second purest scorer of all time. Like just MJ being the first for me. Like Thank just you. a bucket anywhere. And like I've said it on this podcast, when he misses from the mid-range, it's strange. Like it it it's weird to see misses. And it we saw him lot. miss a lot. Yeah. He, sh- he he shot horribly. Yeah. It was it was so bizarre. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's not done. I don't think he's even exiting his prime. Like maybe he's on the back end of it, but Kevin Durant is still to me a top 10 NBA player of all time. Dude, of course he is. It's not even that shouldn't even be a question and the fact that like Jason Tatum will eventually pass him because of age, yeah, but it's like this is not and, it. And, you know, and maybe even prowess. Tatum's ceiling is higher than Durant. That is the best it gets, you know, that we're talking again top 10 all time, but you know, there's a lot of time, and it's that, not, and it's know? not because of Jason Tatum that KD played so poorly. It's not he didn't help no, the situation. No, believe sh- me. Shout out to his defense, right? But no, uh, like Tatum was phenomenal defender on Durant, yep. but that is not. He missed easy this, shots that he typically makes. A lot of this was on Durant, right? Yeah, and even even the difficult ones he makes, right? And he did it all year long, and I'm just. Uh, the torch passing conversation needs to relax. Why can't we just talk about how Tatum outplayed him this series? Because that's, that's a fact. fact. We all watched it. Right. Why don't we just do that? Like, everything is just take it and run with it. It's like, let's all relax. The second thing I want to say, I I felt good about this. 
But I have never felt better than after this series to not have Kyrie Irving in a Celtics jersey. <laughs> Just go on. Never felt better. I dude, he we're we're the manager. He's getting torn apart across everyone like for this, but we me and KD are like the management of this team. Yeah. Like, and everyone's going, why don't you focus on playing basketball? He, he he's just not for me. Very good at basketball. I think there's a you know the pay for play discussion, you know the Stephen A and his feud and everything like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I, I listen, I it's gonna be it's gonna be a lockout, and it might even be this year, but I think that I think there's some credence to pay for play. I don't know. I mean, granted, ideally we're never in a situation, you know, knock on every piece of wood on the planet with this like pandemic and whatnot, which I do think is an, a slightly overlooked part of it. Like I know Kyrie set out, but there's not going to be another vaccine he gets he sits out because of you know, like I I don't know, or maybe there again, knock on wood, I guess. I don't, but I I I think regardless of that, pay for play needs to be partially in effect you're gonna super max this guy who plays 20 games a year for you talk about another guy who did not play to his potential aside from game one i mean game one he went off i mean gotta be gotta be discouraging that we played poorly we've established this we played poorly and we snuck it out he gave it his best yeah and we still beat him so let me ask you this question because i i probably you know i have a, a solid stance on this if they don't win game one in that dramatic fashion, do you think that they sweep? Because I don't. I think that that gave them so much. Not that they didn't have confidence wait, already. Wait, wait how, how do you mean? Well, they won. Obviously, I mean, obviously they don't. I'm saying if they, they sweep. if they don't win. Well, if they don't win it like that. Right. Like, if, if they just like win the game. The, like the, at the last minute. Right. It was out. extravagant. You know, like that whole thing was, it was a huge Did, deal. If we that beat they them by won. 15 to 20 or 10 and we saw these leads, you know, they weren't they weren't often but they weren't rare like we, we'd go up double digits yeah yeah i can i can see this you know my worry is this young roster who we love so dearly but they, yeah they let off the gas a little bit definitely i, I think we dropped game two maybe i yeah. just think that that was very I, I deflating for the nets to lose I think like once, that i think once they get that loss it's a gentleman's yeah like once they get smacked in the mouth it's a gentleman's but no i could i could see them um letting off the gas and yeah that you know that took a lot out of it i don't it's interesting that steve nash is gonna it seems like come back you know kevin durant like went to battle for him in the, in the post game and stuff but um why is he not playing goran Dragic? i think they win a game if he plays goran Dragic 25 minutes i think they win a game if blake griffin comes in in like a game sooner and i yeah, was gonna I say that saying, yeah but like and i think they win a game if they play lamarcus aldridge He's a Celtic killer. He makes Al look decent at defense. Al's been phenomenal. Al's playing out of his skull. He makes Al look decent at defense and just did, never saw the floor. I, I just don't get it. I, I really don't. I, I thought that a lot of those lineups were strange. Everyone talks about like the Nets sold the farm or whatever. No, they didn't. They just got a hell of a lot deeper from the Sixers trade. Yes, they never saw that. Yes, Ben Simmons never saw the floor. Seth Curry was massive for them drummond even though he i don't think he's the guy and he got too many minutes he was still big for them get off it they're deep they have a team i know they're all like whatever but they have a team this is the team they built no just like there's no poor poor nets here's here's the other thing though ben simmons 
I believe, is going to play basketball again someday. Yeah, when, we'll see. I don't know. I, yeah, but and here's the other thing I, th- I think is kind of likely. He's going to be a problem. He's a really good fit for them in in a ideal world, you know? So, I don't know. The, this Net t- Nets team, Jack, I was talking to Jack on the phone. He said that he thinks they're punting. They're talking about how it's not just about this year and all this other stuff. Um, you know, now, now that narrative is in full effect as they are golfing, Cancun bound. There's no way that Kyrie's basketball. a golfer. No, absolutely not. <laughs> he thinks the ball is flat. Um, wow. Sorry, everybody. If you crashed again, I won't pay. Um, so he's. It's just we'll see. We'll see what they are, but. No, this team is going to be, be a problem. They were better. They were better than a, a sweep, though. One hundred percent. I mean, I and I, and I, again, credit the Celtics, but again, games one and two, it didn't feel like Celtic basketball. I mean, did not uh, did Vegas not love them just as much as anyone else in the East to go to the finals? Absolutely. And yeah. Then so overnight, dude, they liked them in the series at first, and then right. overnight, you you woke up in the morning and it flipped to like plus one twenty five to minus one forty five for the Celtics. Yeah. So I don't want to hear that they weren't. Like, oh, they didn't have Ben Simmons. They didn't do the, the blah, blah, blah. Like, they lost. That's what it is. They're ben a good Simmons team, and they lost. They lost to a team that's uh, great, too. So I, I, I never want to question someone's mental health. But if there's a world where this isn't exactly legitimate, trash. But, you know, hopefully that's the case. He was ready to go game three. Didn't yeah. blame game three. I think they thought they'd get a win game three because they were back at home, and they, they'd have him game four. It was over. It was over after game three. Yeah. I did because I, I, I was truly, I said I'd never be comfortable until they were dead and buried. But when you go up 3 0, the fact that they like, would need to win four straight is a huge four, task. Four on the Celtics. It's right. just like, it's, this team doesn't collapse like that. Yeah. You know, knock on every piece of wood on the play. Like maybe you lose but, one or two or whatever. But I yeah. mean, again, I, I imagine it's very legitimate. It just seems weird how it his back flares up and then his mental health flares up. It's it's strange. I just I, I hope he gets back on the floor. I hate him. I can't wait to boo the living shit out of him. But you know, I'm just ready for the net. You know, we we talk about it. We want to beat the the best of the best, and we want to be the best to beat the best. You got to beat the best to be the best. That's what we want. Yeah. Like I want to go through Ben Simmons in the Nets next year. Let's go. Oh, we got some birds. I mean, that's that. T- to be honest today. with you, a lot of people want to see that. They want the rematches. They want the like, you know, revenge games. It just makes for good basketball. And makes for good any sport, really. I mean, and you go Absolutely. back and and play the same team that you beat. I mean, that's how it went for us, right? I mean, it's that's what yeah. you want. Absolutely, and you know, we're going to talk about this a lot today because it, it's affecting the, the upcoming Bruins series as well. But in terms of the upcoming Celtic series, I know you, I, I say, like, I want to beat the best, but, you know, thank God the Bucks don't have Chris Middleton. And yeah. I don't think they're a pushover without him. No, I but don't. so I wanted There's to ask problem, you. Like, but, you, like, that is that is a huge advantage. Vegas has us giving two games, so that would mean, like, Celtics in six at worst. Do you feel no. confident in that in this yeah, series? Well, yeah. I do. I feel good. Um, I think we've consistently had the best combination of people to throw at Giannis. I don't think we're going to hold Giannis to a Kevin Durant effort, 
by any means. He would have uh, to have a bad game himself. You know what I mean? Like you'd have to miss dunks, you right. know, like a lot of them. Uh, I don't know. I love I love our height. Thank God Robert Williams is back because I think if Robert Williams wasn't playing any minutes and we're up against this Bucks team, even without Chris Middleton. I, I love what I saw out of Tyson Horford, but I don't know how long you can... Because they got Brooke Lopez back. Like, I don't know. that Their twin towers are bigger than those twin towers of ours, you know? Um, but, you know, Robert Williams changes that. You know, it, it's, mu- it's much more of a balanced matchup. Is Al he is back sorry. on full... Like, is he, is he, his, his restrictions are lifted or what do you think? I'm not sure. Uh, I I mean, it's, it's been time. Right. Enough time has passed to me, but I'm, I'm glad you you say that because there's a couple of things I want to ask you about the upcoming series. And, you know, I'm, I'm always on the fence about this and I don't know if it's good or bad, but how do you feel about all of the time off? Hate. Yeah, because... I think that was the problem with game two. I thought I think we talked about that too. Yeah, hate. I hate the time off. Did you did Did you see the schedule for this round for the Celtics? There's like three days off in between a couple games or something. Four. I, wow, that's ridiculous. It, it's it's Sunday, Tuesday, normal, and then two days for a flight. Right. <laughs> Tuesday to Saturday. Wow, that's strange. It's it's not helping us. I really think that was a problem. With well, 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 well. Now that I think about it, the the oh no, because we start here or there. Here they they punted. They right. didn't want to face the Nets. They they sacrificed home court to us. So that doesn't Number really make a ton of sense baby. to me because the Bruins yeah. play on Friday and Sat and Sunday. So if it was at home, it would have made sense to fit it in between, but doesn't really make any sense now. Yeah, I dude, I the scheduling's horrendous this year to me. So the other thing yeah. that I wanted to ask you was a sweep is great. Obviously, that's that's what you want. You want to win every game. You don't want to you don't want any losses anything like that, but I do feel a little bit nervous about teams that sweep only because it's like you haven't got that first loss out of the way, which, you know, you're not going to win. You're not going to go um 16 and no and win it all you know it's just not going to happen so yeah, I, I don't i don't think so yeah I so mean, the, the team's left on the table it's going to be miami uh, i i genuinely again injuries again i feel awful for the joel Embiid thing we should talk about that sure at, at one to point two but um no the the heat are going to be difficult and whoever comes out of the west is going to be that it's going to be like the heat are going to be no joke again should we get through the bucks um, did I hear that there's an issue with Jimmy Butler? He has some lingering injury or no? I don't know about Jimmy. I know Lowry left earlier in the series with hamstring issues. People are people are going down again and just just hope that bug stays out of the Boston locker room, man. Both of them, you know. It just stays out of the garden. Um, yeah. It's and I and I feel for every fan base and every player. You don't want this. This is, you know, and I and I and Andrew, the, the, here's a whole other discussion that we could do a full episode on. But at least for the NBA, I think it speaks a little bit to should they shorten the season? This is their moneymaker. This is the playoffs. This is where it all matters. Is shaving five to ten games gonna have these injuries not happen as much? I think it's worth exploring. 
You know, I'm a big fan um, of the 82 game season, but it's just it just seems like every single year there is a massive star, a massive moneymaker who's gone, who just goes who just goes down to injury. Sure, but you, you can kind of say that about any sport. Whatever, but I don't know. It just feels way like really prominent. And and and, and here's the thing. The smallest professional roster is an NBA one, so it's it's much more of an impact. You know, obviously you lose certain positions and certain guys in other sports. It always sucks, but next man up is kind of dead. Like Embiid's out, I think the Sixers do not win a game in this series. It's over. Like if he comes really? back, that's still going to be different. Yeah. Oh yeah. J- James Harden, playoff James Harden's going to step up and and pull out a game. I mean, I think Tyrese Maxey's going to drop 40, and then they still might lose. And, and also, the Miami Heat are really good at defense, so I don't think that's going to happen. Um, yeah, I think I think I don't I don't I don't know that I'll watch any of that series. Yeah, that's a complete lie. But okay, I've I've seen well, you literally is, watch regular season um, kiss cam, so I know that you're watching players. The greatest program, <laughs> NBA League Pass Unlimited. Let's see what the kiss cam's looking like. Let's in let's Dallas talk. Tonight. Let's talk about the Embiid thing real quick. We won't get yeah, too kiss su- cam in Salt Lake. By the way, the Mormons don't do it <laughs> wow. so, so far from what I've seen. Anyways, uh, what, what are we doing? Yeah, the Embiid thing. This is gross. Uh, I was talking with a uh, friend of the pod. We'll come on the pod at some point. Tony Ascenda, creator of American Vandal and the upcoming Paramount Plus players and esports show we'll have tony on um but i was talking to him and he was appalled by like the toronto fans because if you don't know what happened joel Embiid dunks to make the score 119 to 90 the fans have been talking so much shit he talks shit he's showboating a little bit yeah i don't care i don't dude he did the airplane they're up by 30 made the dunk they're up 30 and he He's he's putting you to bed, Toronto. He's stomping you out, and he does the airplane down the court, and he gets a reaction out of the crowd because they're in Toronto, and it's booing, and Siakam drives, and I don't know Siakam to be a dirty player, but Siakam drives to the hoop and throws an elbow that ends up breaking Embiid's orbital and causing him a concussion, we would later find out, and now he's out indefinitely for the series. Which The minute the injury happens... The crowd erupts in cheer. Already dark. Is Boston better than this? We've done we've done it. It's not great. It's a terrible look. The announcer proceeds to say, you get what you deserve. And I think something along the lines of, I hope he's injured. So I, I remember you saying that to me, and then I watched the video, and I didn't hear him say that, but... I could have missed that, it. That part I heard from Tony. Yeah. yeah. I didn't hear that part either. When I, I mean, you could have video, said it but... to some, uh, you know, in, in different words or whatever that I just yeah, wasn't, yeah. I was listening for one thing and didn't hear that, but you get what you deserve is already you... enough. Right. Right. For, just... for showboating, not for hitting another player, not for doing something dirty, not for playing dirty. Right. Exactly. Not for not even for flipping the bird. I don't think gesture. anyone wanted to see Kyrie get an elbow to the f- face. Because he was given the garden the finger. Right. I didn't. No. You know? They wanted to see I him get dunked I don't, on. I don't want him physically hurt. I just <laughs> right. want him to lose. Right. And stuck. That's all I want. Like, I don't want him injured. Like, if he if he never plays again because he's injured, I think that sucks. 
he never plays again because he chooses to. I think that's in the cards. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how are you going to supermax that guy? I don't get it. Anyways, but I just a weird and dude. But like, here's the thing. I was telling Tony, I was like, Canadians are ruthless. Like you and I know this from hockey. Like they got some hardcore fans. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, like because you because Tony thinks like, oh, Canada, <laughs> yeah, those nice folks up north. Like, nah, man. In, in terms of fanhood, like, and, and you saw it there. It yeah, but gross. the worst thing is that they're like, dude. But we saw this when Kevin Durant busted his Achilles in the playoffs in the in the finals against them. Well, that's you know, the thing is they, like they've, they, they've done this time and time cheer, again. They'll cheer for injury. They'll be mean. They'll be rude or whatever. But like, they don't stand by it. Like they're those they're those like paper tigers where as soon as you go back at them. They're all like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, yeah, they, they I'm literally sorry. The same thing. They're like, oh, I didn't want it to be serious. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, you guys are it's sensitive. Like, it's like, nah, no, man, you, you're just being. You're, no, no, you're... He, they'll say about the injury. Oh, I didn't want the injury to be that serious. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what did you want? Like, just like just a black eye. Like, what did you want? Oh, broken orbital for him. That's how just who's already playing through a torn ligament in his thumb, Andrew. I mean, I it's... got tough. I got, dude. I love Embiid as a villain, and I hate how much I'm growing to really enjoy him as a, as a, an annoying antagonist. He's he's a perfect villain. The NBA is better with Joel Embiid on the court. No one can convince me otherwise. I'm tired of watching him shoot fucking free throws. Sorry, on Penny, but like, no one can argue he is amazing. Like he he's, he's just great for the league. Horrible to see him go down like this. Play, his toughness points are through the roof. Playing with a torn ligament in your thumb in any sport is nuts. Yeah. It's not basketball. You need that hand, and he still drops like 20. Just just a crazy performance. They go, yeah, it's torn. There's nothing we're going to do about it until after the season. Embiid's call, everyone's call. And to me, I'm like, I guess it can't tear any further. You They're know? just going to freeze <laughs> like, it every game. Yeah. Dude, just nuts. I don't know. A lot of respect for Embiid. If. On Penny again, you know earmuffs or whatever. Fuck you, Philadelphia. But I'm, I am sorry you're going through it this way. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't know. So uh, it's leaning more towards your side of like they might not even win a game in this series. I, I'd be sh- shocked as a lot. I'd be surprised if they do. It. Well, you I basically you need Harden to take over the game, right? You need Harden to play play like he's never played. The yeah, playoff. exactly. And, so, and I don't give me these games he did in the series when they were over and he was up. That's when he had the confidence to do the step back threes and all this stuff when they're yeah. up 20 and stuff. Don't give me that. I don't know. Like that, that's, <laughs> I heard one, I heard one take that was that trade happened and both teams were, I thought, I thought they were both getting better. And I was like, this is fun. I think it's hard for the Celtics, but this is fun. And it looks like both teams got worse. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> It really does, and it's so it's so bizarre that such a blockbuster trade can happen that needed to happen. Ben Simmons wasn't going to play as a Sixer again. But it's, it I'm really very like, excited to see what's going to happen. Me too, me too. Um, but that so that was strange and bizarre, and you know, Toronto. I yeah, they're paper tigers, but I have a little more class out, out, out of the gate. I know you apologize later but i don't know i just i think it's really gross i just i i'm sure we've done it but i just i don't remember a time where 
in basketball where the garden erupts when someone like even when the opposing team player goes down it just feels like you can hear a pin drop no one I don't know. well it just depends on the situation like if if they if the crowd thinks that the player is going down because they're flopping it's a different story but oh clearly course. toronto oh, oh, clearly toronto like, doubled down guy, on it. if 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 you see what happened in front of toronto in in the finals when kevin durant was on the warriors and he his achilles erupted no contact on the floor right there and just starts holding his leg like i don't think you hear cheering in boston yeah it's clear he's not flopping no one touched well but to be fair like i'm not trying to side with toronto here but i mean you could see that they elbowed him in the face but at the same time in basketball a lot of times you see flopping in that exact scenario not not you know the elbow yeah, went up, and you thought they cheered because I think right. they know that he got rocked. Yeah, yeah, he got rocked. Yeah, and it was clear, like it's unfortunate. A, 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 no one. Here's the other thing: they're not going to cheer a flop. They're going to boo it if they think Embiid's flopping. So I, I true, don't know. that's fair too. I, I don't know. I don't know what the situation was. Like I, I only watched it because I looked or I saw the clip that you had sent me. There's bad fans everywhere, man. Of but course, that, that, that TSN announcer. Show some damn class, dude. That's just get. What are you doing? Yeah, you can't speak love, for love the fans. Love your team that you. Right. Yeah, love your team that you do that for. Gorman or Scalabrini? Never, never. Yeah, never. Just, just disturbing. That guy should be heavily fined or maybe find a new job somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I just not not a fan of that. But yeah, seize bucks. My my prediction. I I think we can do it in five. Saw a guy on the patio at work yesterday. I was leaving. He had a Celtics hat on, so I walked over. I go, season five, baby. So, what do you say? He goes, hell yeah! And he gave me a pound. <laughs> nice. Uh, you're not from Boston, uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, Celtics in five is is my prediction. Wow, and, I'm uh, I'm gonna say six. Yeah, you know, that's safer. I just I want this train to be riding. If we lose game three, warning all of you that the podcast in. That'll be the week after next. There's going to be a lot of complaining out of your, or you're, you're, you're going to get a rant. <laughs> I mean, it won't be a complaint. You're going to get an absolute rant out of your boy for the uh, game two to game three break if the Celtics lose game three. And yes, it'll be in Milwaukee. I don't care. That rest is always going to get the blame. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. But shout out to, I mean, Milwaukee's a tough place to play. They, the, those fans actually care. Fear the deer? Not sure I do. But um, <laughs> shout out to you guys for showing up in the playoffs or whatever. Yeah, Celtics and five. No Chris Middleton confirmed for the entire series. Celtics and five, Celtics and five, Celtics and five. Wow. So how are we feeling about the Bruins series if we want to switch over to that? How are you feeling Let's about matching up now nice. with the Carolina Hurricanes? I feel like we've talked about them the least in terms of who we thought we might have and who we'd want. I said I'd take them. Well, I'm to be honest with, with you, I don't know, a week or even four or five days ago, there was still five different teams we could have played or four knew different that teams. Those five games was going to be jockeying. And it absolutely yeah, every game it. mattered at that point. Yeah, no, truly. Um, I, I'm in. And, you know, again, unfortunate. You want to beat the best to be the best. But as you mentioned before we started recording this, you know, they're down maybe they're one and two goaltenders. Is that, is that what you said? As of right now, they are. Does that mean that they're both going to be out when the series starts? I don't know. I haven't found that out yet. 
but which is Monday for those of you who do not know. Yep, Monday, May second. It's a very strange schedule. So we're starting on the road. It's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. But Sunday's a twelve thirty game, which I don't remember a playoff game being a twelve thirty game in for a long time. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just forgetting, but uh, it just seems like an odd time. Man, I gotta I gotta work in a an event in Malibu on Sunday, so I'm I'm literally like missing the, the Celtics are on at ten a.m. here. Wow, game one is at ten a.m. I don't get it. Both of them, I don't get it. I know hockey loves their matinee, like they love that NBC. Well, the formerly NBC special, now ESPN will do it and whatever. But I mean, I gotta be honest, yeah. I'm psyched because it's nice. You go, you know, it's a fun day, man. You get up, you you know, do some breakfast yeah, or whatever, and then we go did it in. when I yeah during, over COVID when I was there, we caught the NBC one of, what would be one of the final NBC matinee matchups between uh, you know the Caps and the Bees. Amazing win for the Bees. Yep, so six five or something. It was great. And then we just walked around the North End and like got food. It was yeah. great. It gives you some time like afterwards to go home and chill and all of that before it's like go home and immediately go to bed because you're going to work the next day or whatever. Yeah. So it's always a fun day. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. Um but you'll be at all of them. I will be at all of them. I am even contemplating going to Carolina. I, if I do, it'll probably be for Game Five. Should it go Did that far? I tell far? you when I was when I was just there that my cousin lives uh, where I was staying is five minutes from the stadium. Is it really? Game. Five minutes. Yeah. What's the area like? Any any decent? You'll have to say, dude. If you go, we might have to have you sit and Aunt Penny get like a cup of coffee or something. She's twenty minutes from there, dude. Cameo. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. You, we gotta <laughs> record while you're there. Yeah. Uh, what 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 you say? What's near it? Nothing. Neighborhoods. Nice. That's that's not the even best. really next to downtown. But I had, I went out in downtown Raleigh, had a blast. I, I was I was blown away by how much I thoroughly enjoyed Raleigh, North Carolina. I didn't think I don't know. I've been going for years, but never like out. You know, you go and yeah. you see family and you stay with family and like you do. We'd go to UNC all the time. I'd always, I'd always want to go be on campus. Yeah. Um. So never growing up really spent much time in Raleigh. Very cool town. But yeah, the the stadium not exactly near anything. Uh, but neighborhoods and stuff. Yeah. yeah so I'm tempted to go. I'm t- I, I haven't been to Carolina for a game yet. And why not do it for the playoffs? No, no argument here, brother. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be weird if you don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That's I'll keep awesome. an eye on ticket prices, all that. And then see if what I What are you thinking? Like it would, it would be five. If anything. Yeah. I'm thinking, I mean, I'm not, not going to go Monday. Monday. I'm not going to yeah. go to uh, Wednesday. So if, if right. we go to five, um, maybe I'll do that. We'll see. How are you feeling? You How know, are you feeling about this? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about this series, and I'm also feeling good about who we're playing. And I'll tell you why. Because I we, like this because we're still coming off injuries, and I think this is a great team that you know they're not going to be pushover. No, absolutely we're, not. We don't have, but we don't have to go through the Panthers right now. Well, and again, you and I both believe we're going to have to go through the Panthers. Well, so that's just it too. That's why I say I'm happy about the way that this is lining up. Because we don't have to play and beat Toronto in the first round, although I love doing that. Um, oh, that's the best. And then the next hey, round. Hey, Toronto, we- do you remember how many times that's happened? <laughs> I'm sure so they basically do. Basically, like your entire recent life. Right. And then we would have had to play, you know, whoever wins that series, Toronto and, and Tampa, then has to play the winner of Florida, the Florida series. Right. So on the other side of it, Carolina Boston has to play the winner of Pittsburgh and the Rangers, 
which I feel like if we are able to make it through Carolina, we match up better against one of those two teams than we do against Florida or whoever wins, you know, whoever wins this series. Uh, um, Toronto and Tampa. So yeah. if we're if we're lucky enough to be able to make it through the first round, I like our chances more in the second round than playing against any of those other teams as of right now. And then once you get to the Eastern Conference Finals and the and the finals, if you're a team that gets there, you know, you're already feeling good about your game. And unless you're the the Carolina Hurricanes in the 2019 Eastern Conference Finals, maybe you won't get swept. So, but overall, them being down two goaltenders, series by the way, which one? Tampa and Toronto. I think so. I, I think they're I mean, both going to beat up on each other. Yeah, that's going to be. But ultimately, I think the Tampa comes Toronto. out on top of that. I want Toronto to win, though. What? Yeah, I want to. I want to do it. I want to beat them because you want. You don't want to see Tampa win again. I don't want to see Pat Maroon win again. That's all <laughs> I like Stamkos. He's chill. Sure. That's why. I, that's the <laughs> only reason I'm okay with them winning in, in yeah, the yeah. finals the last couple of years. Shout out to Mar- Martin St. Louis. Isn't he the head coach of the Habs now? He is. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to him for Tampa. <laughs> who, who Shout out to the Montreal Canadiens who put up 10. They put up a 10 spot on uh, the Oh, Florida I forgot Panthers. to look when you said the look yesterday. They It was 10-1 oh. to 1 when I told you to check, and they ended up winning 10-2. to 2. The worst team oh, in who? the entire... It, the worst team in the entire league beats the best team in the entire league. It was to over be, the Panthers? They beat the Panthers, but to be fair, obviously they're not playing their full roster, and that game matters absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't matter at all for, for Florida. Is, so, What is this, their third goaltender, though? Because who's letting up those goals, bro? Has to be. Or, uh, or it could be their backup. <laughs> I hope not for their sake, but I don't oh, know. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this buddy. series. You know, we had a good game against Buffalo the other night. Um, yeah, let's talk about that, man. Shout out to our guy, Patrice Bergeron. 400th career goal, hat trick. Had an overall that, great night. I Hold on. Wait. Um, is that uh, is that good? Let me crunch the numbers here. Plus four, plus two, nine, 397, plus three goals, 400. Yeah, it's great. Okay, cool. And, like, to reach that number with a hat trick. That's also good, right? To reach that number with a hat trick. That's right. That you're correct. Yeah. Okay, cool. Wow. Uh, yeah. So Amen. after the game, hey, maybe you should re- maybe you should retire at the end of the year. I don't know if he's done anything lately. Okay. Okay. Hear, hear me out. After the game, when asked about that, he said, "You know, the thing I'm most happy about or prideful about is that I scored all of those goals with the Boston Bruins." The one, Woo! the thing that you want to hear the most from a guy like Bergeron, of course, and not necessarily anything he has to say in that moment. No. But that is a that is a volunteered piece of information that of course you'd love to hear. Let me just say this. During that game, he scores the hat trick. And this was another one of those games where I was really sitting there enjoying the game and watching and paying more attention and being like, Man, I really hope this isn't the last regular season game we see Patrice Bergeron play, especially in a Bruins uniform. If he has to retire, retire. Do not go somewhere else, please. I can't handle it. I'm not going to be able to handle I, that. I, I, don't, I don't think he will. I don't really think he don't. will either, but... And he, I think he's only hanging up his skates if he needs to for his health. And he's not doing it because I, I, I don't think he's as frustrated with the organization as we get at times, knowing that he is in the home stretch. 
You know, like I think he's happy in Boston. I really believe. Oh, of course that. he is. I mean, he doesn't so, make like, a comment I, there's just like no that. No world where he'd leave. And I also, I mean, knock on wood, that we would pay him until the end of time. Hey, we thought the same thing about Brady. I mean, we we were willing to pay Brady until the end of time. I feel like, but we weren't willing to give him a damn roster to play with. Right. That's a whole nother thing that we won't even get into. But I, I'm just saying, Tom Brady, who who again? And if you've been listening, you know. Was never going to retire. Shout out to Tom your boy, Brady. Your boy do. Sorry to all of you who made a post about how happy he made you when you were eight. <laughs> and sorry you got to make it again. Maybe in two years. Tom Brady was never retiring. Never. I do believe the Giselle stuff, though. I believe Giselle was like, you have to come home and be a family man. And then I think she got so so annoyed with him in three months. That he, was, he was back. He was back. That's my, that's my conspiracy theory on the Brady thing. Because he probably was just like... He everywhere around the house, he was like, football, football, football. And she's like, all right, just go, just go play football for like another year or two. Just football, get... football, football. <laughs> Strawberries are gross. Yeah. And like <laughs> avocado ice cream. Avocado TB12 ice cream. method. She's like, God damn almonds, it, just almonds, get almonds. out of here. Just go away, dude. Go play football again. We'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll. We'll, we'll do the the fire promotion method with Bruce Arians, so you'll come play. Yeah. So we're pretty we're oh, pretty that confident that Patrice Bergeron will not be done, but I can probably say pretty confidently here that another former Bruins player is probably done, and that's Zdeno Chara. I think yes. that he played his last we saw, game. We've done that, yeah. And now now's the moment. Yeah, we thought this. Yeah, he scored within the last minute. Of the of the game, um, that's a good way to go. The whole crowd was was cheering for him, chanting Chara Chara, all the you know all of it. The whole Tampa yeah. Bay roster stood out afterwards and shook his hand before he left the ice. He was the number one star. I think everybody knows, and unfortunately, I think he knows too that you know it's time. It's time to 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 hang him up, and it's a hell of a career. It's a Hall of Fame career. You know, it's going to be one that will be tough to top. But I think that he's done, and I think that. You know, unfortunately, I think that he'll take a couple years off and maybe eventually come do some kind of coaching, not necessarily with the Bruins, who knows, depending on what the offers might be. But I think he's going to go to the North End. He does. Yeah. Why not? But with the, why not? I, you can walk to work from there. Yeah. But I mean, think about it. When you when you retire from a sport, most times guys want to take some time off and no, no, take the time. But when he does want a job. Well, it just depends on what's open at the time and yeah. you know what they're willing to offer him and I hope I would love Andrew, it. Andrew Andrew, I hope we are lucky enough in our lifetime to see someone who is even a shell of Zdeno Chara. Yeah. Like just the biggest guy to literally the physically largest man to ever do it. <laughs> for so long just I, I I don't remember watching him before he was a Bruin. So I, I never hated him, but I just always was like, everyone must like, he just feels like Embiid. <laughs> like everyone yeah. must hate this guy. Terrifying Embiid, on but the he, ice. But he, can, but he can punch you in the face. Right. And that in his fights. I, I hope there's another specimen on the rise in, in hockey that is even a shell of Zdeno Char. Just what a, you know, I just feel like he's one of those guys where you're like, I'm so lucky that I was alive and like, in my youthful, like, love sports part of my life, uh, while Zdeno Chara played hockey. So I, that's how I feel. 
just so lucky. Yeah, I agree. So shout out to to Big Z. We know you're listening. You know, no, you're listening, dude. Hold on, is he, you got him on the line there? You got him talking about... Did he have something to say? Nah, he's shy today, dude. Oh, God, shy. I got him. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, Z. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. When it's official, we'll, we'll be talking about it again, I'm sure, because I know that if the Bruins were smart, that they'd be retiring that number as soon as possible, meaning next season if he were to retire. No one's, no one's worn it. Right? Nobody has worn it, and nobody will wear it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but put it up, put up the big C. Anyways, I you know I, back to the Bruins here. I, f- I feel confident going into this series that we're going to play well. We played well up to this point. We've started to come around a, a little bit again. I think that you're going to see Olmark as your starter, and you know if things go poorly, maybe they switch it out with Swayman. Who knows? But Cassidy had said that you might see both. Um, but we're I don't you know. Hate it. Only time will tell with that. I'm I'm expecting Olmark. He's played very well recently. Had his first shutout the other night in that Buffalo game, which is, you know, all of that stuff lined up so well. Bergeron hit, hits 400 goals, gets a hat trick. Pasta hits 40 goals in the season. Olmark gets his first shutout against the team that he came from. I mean, it's like everything possible lined up in that game. So, it you know, for the people who that was their first game that they've ever been to, I'm jealous, but don't expect it to always be that way. <laughs> no, but you get a few. They're nice. Well, you'll, I mean, you'll never get a hat trick for 400 goals again, probably, or at least for, I don't know what, it's going to take pasta five years. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I, I want to also, but, uh, real quick, I want to say something that bummed me out in the game against Toronto, the last game. So I don't really care that nobody played because I'd rather people stay uninjured than go oh, into the playoffs on. injured. Oh, yeah. But real quick, want to shout out uh hell of a rookie season for Swayman. Yeah, absolutely. Seventh player oh, award. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. But I got a little nervous in that game when DeBrusque took a huge hit. and It wasn't really a hit. It was just like an awkward... Um, bump that he went hard into the boards and I, I thought it was done. I was like, he's he's done. He got up, he got back on the bench, played the rest of the so game. You're, all you're good. saying you were you were worried to lose, Jake? To <laughs> I guess I am. But uh, I want to say the thing that bummed noted. me out. The thing that bummed me out about that game was Nick Felino got his four uh, was it f- no five hundredth career point. He finally had it. He was like he was sitting on it for weeks finally gets that point they challenge the goal they pull it back he doesn't have he doesn't get it like after all that lazar went directly into the net picked up the puck everybody knew that he'd got the point that was what it you know was finally they got it and then they pull the goal back and he loses it and now i feel bummed out because i you know I've, i've been waiting for him to get that point um and it didn't happen so yeah I don't know. It's a bummer, but he's going to get in the playoffs. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Those count. He's just saving in, it up in for major that. ways. Here's, here's a little uplift. Why don't we talk about a little uplifting thing to yeah. get you off the bummer? I guess. Welcome back, Wags. Dude. Welcome back, Chris Wagner. And I think that yeah. he played so well in that game as far as physicality. I think he had the most hits, as, as he typically does, that they're right. keeping him up on the roster for... The playoffs and whether that's him actually playing or whether that's him as a 
um, ninth floor guy. I don't really care. I think that it's a shame that after this whole year, they pulled up a bunch of guys here and there for injuries or for other reasons um, to scratch players that he never got called up one time. But we got to see him play this year in the final game, and I loved it, man. I love Chris Wagner. I know that he's not a superstar. He's not what everybody wants to see, but he's what I want to see on that fourth line, that confidence, playing for the city that he's from. You know, you got to love those guys who give it everything they got. He was a big part of us making it to the finals. So I think that they should have given him more of a shot this year to prove that he's an NHL player because he is. He's not an AHL player. Like, he, of course, he can play in the AHL, but, I mean, give the guy a shot when you need to call somebody up. That bummed me out. Yeah, but, hey, Wags is back. But he's back, baby. Yep. That was a bummer, but, hey. He's here. Hopefully here to stay. Like he knows his role a little more, too. Sure. So, yeah. Well, shoot, man. Let's give me give me a, a prediction for, you said Celtics in five. What do you have for the Bruins? I like Bruins in six. Me too. Let's go. I say the same thing. I think you, that. You, you got B's in season six. Yes, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah, let's see it, man. And I think, I think, not that I'm a gambler, but I think that gambling is either approved or very close to being approved in Massachusetts. So yeah. if I really Still wanted to get here. crazy. Just kidding. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't. I don't bet on my own team anyway. There you go. You can't do it. It's dark days. <laughs> yeah. It's dark days. Take it from me, a guy who's <clears throat> yeah never done it. Yeah. Yeah, who's never doing it constantly. Hey, watch <laughs> it, brother. Watch it. Got a lot of games coming up. Let's go. Let's go. Maybe we do two days or two weeks. I'm excited. Too much to talk about. Maybe we do two weeks. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we're gonna have a bunch to talk about with the Celtics and and Bruins coming up here as far as. You know, this whole next week, we well, got. I think we should check in on Tuesday. Maybe we maybe we put something out on Wednesday or something. Yeah, we'll check in. We'll see. We we'll play. see how things are going. If we're go, if they're going very poorly, you probably won't hear from us because I will be. Scared. Andrew and I tend to not talk that much. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But well, all right, dude. Hey, enjoy it. Enjoy go bees, go seas. Go bees, go seas, buddy.